to the meditation conversation. This is Kara, and I'm here today with Cherie Mason. So we met when I was in Sedona a couple months ago. It's already been a couple of months now. Um, and um, we have a common connection with Michael Massey. So he used to be her mentor years and years ago. And so he connected us when I was in Sedona. And she did a healing session on me, and it was beautiful, and um, and she's just this light and this energy. There, there was just such such light coming from her, and she was telling me her background, and uh, before we began the session, and I remember at one point she said, you know, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but I was thinking, I think I know why, because it was so interesting that I was like, I have to have her on the podcast because she has this phenomenal story. And again, with the energy that she brings, just getting her voice coming through is going to be a blessing for anyone who is listening. So, um, so welcome. It's so great to have Thank you. you. And I mentioned that you are joining us from Sedona. Um, Originally, you are from Australia, and that's where your healing journey began. You were telling me that you were quite seriously injured in a car accident before you moved anywhere. So, um, and that was really profound and, and a very powerful story. And I wondered if we could just start there. So, can you take us yeah. back to your the beginning of your healing journey? For sure, yes. And um, if you need me to move forward, just say, all right, skip. Because <laughs> it's a story. Okay. Um, if I can try and um, condense it for you a little. Um, but hi, everyone. Thank you so much for listening, those that are listening. And um, actually, I'm just hearing right now, I, I'm an intuitive as well, is that um, anyone that is listening that will receive uh, support and guidance and energy alignment that whatever they're ready for um, as you listen to this. So it's an energetic recording um, and it carries with it a, a healing or alignment frequency. Um, so yay for you guys. <laughs> yay, beautiful. Thank um, you. Yeah, so about, oh gosh, maybe nine and a half 10 years ago, I was um, in the the world of event management and I had been doing that for about 15 years and absolutely loved it, thrived on it. And, you know, after doing it for that long, I was looking for something more. And I kind of remember thinking back, I want something that has more heart in it, you know, because I could just do the events in my sleep. It was just I just knew it, you know, Mm -hmm. and so I'd been working on a massive event, big international cricket event, sporting event, and um, been working on it for about six months, preparing for the actual event. And I was driving to work this morning and it was, of course, an odd morning. Um, I was going at a different time than I normally do and so on. And boom, this car just drove directly in front of me across my lane and I T-boned it and um, rode off both cars. And uh, while my injuries were not seen, um, like I, there was no blood or broken bones, 
well, there was broken bones, but there was no blood or kind of anything to see. Mm. Um, but to, to cut it again, a long story short, I had massive injuries uh, to my from from the seatbelt to to my uh, ribs, my collarbone, my shoulder, um, my jaw, and my neck. Um, and basically, for the next seven months, I pretty much laid in bed and couldn't hold my own head up without. Uh, you know, propping it with my hand or, or so on, and I couldn't even pick up a pencil. Mm. Whew, that's bringing up some memories. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty intense. So, you know, a lot of nerve damage. I couldn't even lay my head on the back of the, if I sat on the couch, couldn't put my head on the back of the couch, that the bruising and, and nerve, um, it wasn't damaged, right? But it wasn't permanent. But mm. anyway, let's just call it the nerve damage was pretty intense. So, um, you know, it took seven months of me in excruciating pain and anxiety and terrified because I went from this super fit, energetic, you know, go-getter mm-hmm. person um, running on the beach every morning, just loved running and getting in the ocean. That was my thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the events was all go, go, go Right. to boom, in bed for seven months. I mean, wow, talk about a smack in the face. Yes, really. And so throughout this seven months, um, you know, it, it was a process of healing. At first, I couldn't even move my eyes side to side. I mean, that, that caused a lot of pain. So I learned so much about the human body. And about how everything is so connected, so through all of our nerves and meridians and so on. And, you know, as we all know, it all comes from the spine. So um, it was divinely inspired. The accident, (laughs) you mean? Yes. Yeah. Because of the experience that I had with my own physical body. And, you know, thank God I, I was... A strong person already I had um you know quite a strong constitution and and I was confident you know my mum I'm blessed to have an amazing mother that that brought me up um with holistic medicine mm-hmm. um with naturopathy and herbal medicine and Chinese medicine and acupuncture and things like that we didn't really um have a standard doctor we didn't mm-hmm. we took herbal medicine you know um and took care of the whole body rather than just the physical so I think that gave me a lot of strength to to get to where I got to because and, am I remembering correctly that that your doctors were saying that you couldn't repair yes so you know I was once I got kind of a, a little stronger and um time went on I knew, I was like, this is not what I'm on the earth for. Mm. I am not here to lay in bed in pain. Yeah. It can't be it. I have so much more to do. And so I was, you know, begging the doctors, I'm, can't, isn't there anything you can do? And because there was no, apart from my physical therapist, who I saw like three times a week, um solid for six months um of course he he worked with my body and actually gave some acupuncture and things but 
you know, the general doctor who I had to go to for insurance so that my bills got paid um, is the only reason I went, actually. She would just literally sit there and take notes. That's, mm. that's all she did. And, you know, bless her heart, she played her role. There's no blame here and there's mm. absolutely no judgment. I created the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did beg her. I'm like, isn't there anything you can do, can't you, like, you know, for this injury? And she she asked around other doctors and stuff and, she, she, you know, she just had no hope for me. She just said, you know, there's nothing that can be done. You You won't heal. And you'll be in pain for the rest of your life. And you have to take drugs. I don't know how many people told me I have to take medication. To manage and the I pain? Take, yeah. Oh. And I wouldn't take it because it, it, it had such a negative effect on me. I mean, at one point I took half a muscle relaxant. And this is my personal experience. You know, I'm just, I'm very sensitive mm. and I've never taken medication you know I've taken Mm. a pain pill for really bad period pain that's about the only time I take it because if you're a woman (laughs) you know that that's like oh but anyway when I rest I don't have it so um you know I took half a half a tablet of these muscle relaxants and she had prescribed to, to take two and just on that half a one it just you know, I mean, it just knocked me totally out of my body. I mean, you know, I was constipated and, and with this spinal injury, oh, when yeah. you can't go to the bathroom properly, good Lord. Yeah. Sorry for the, the details, but, you know, yeah. it's it's life, right? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, my mum had to help me brush my teeth and, you know, because your head's very heavy when you can't hold it up. But anyway, mm-hmm. so I didn't take medication. I took a couple of like headache sort of tablets, that strength a few times. And I found it wasn't serving me. It didn't make me feel better. Um, And I knew, I mean, because of my upbringing, I knew that the truth was that your body heals itself. Otherwise we'd be dead. I knew, you know, I had enough information to know that truth. So that was the best thing that she could have said to me is that you'll never heal because mm. then it gave me the choice, well, agree with her or don't. Yeah. Um, and I had one amazing uh, practitioner who was a holistic practitioner that did, um, he did acupuncture and I think Bowen therapy. Um, I don't know how to describe that therapy, but you can look it up, Bowen, B-O-W-E-N, Bowen therapy. And he said to me, you know, when we're backed into a corner, um, when we're in that kind of fight or flight response, we can either choose to be a victim of a situation or we can, uh, wow, this is bringing up amazing emotion for me, or we can stand up and be the warrior in our own life. Mm. And... I chose to stand up and agree with what I knew was true. And what I knew was true is that the human body is beyond our capacity of understanding. You know, it's an intelligence that we can't grasp. It's like a seed. You know, I mean, yes, science can explain everything and all of that. But where's the, how do you, 
it's not something tangible that can grab hold of the intelligence behind it all that that manages it that governs all of that life force you know mm. so um I knew the body healed and so uh, you know I guess one day I decided to change my mind and that was all I did actually and I would sit in the shower about four times a day <laughs> and that soothed my body because I knew that when I was relaxed my body could heal oh. and you know blessings to the doctors that was their thought of me taking pain medication to relax my body so that it could heal so many different ways to come to something that was the way that served me better because in my mind at that time the drugs didn't serve me um and I have a different perspective on things now too um you know that whatever we believe well then that's we're right yeah mm. so um from the moment I changed my mind and I started doing a lot of breath work, so just simple, nothing complicated. Literally, I was in pain because I would try and do more than I was ready for, you know. Um, I would just go lay straight down and I would start breathing. And I would just start saying every cell in my body functions perfectly. Every cell in my body is in perfect alignment with its natural state. And I have no idea where those statements came from. I don't know. They're I've, giving me chills. I can feel I literally in my neck and between my shoulder yeah. blades, I can feel a response when you're saying that. That's amazing. Yeah. So I've got to say now, not, you know, time, down the track and now being being a channel and, and, and having open to listen to spirit, I know that my natural state is perfect health. Mm. Right? that's how we're born that's how we're formed um and that's how the body or what the body's it does is maintains that natural state of health of well-being of positivity of you know of joy and grace and all those amazing feelings that's our natural state everything else is learned right it's a belief yeah so so do you remember how long, like once you start to put, started to put those wheels in motion and you made that decision and you started that activity of breath work and affirmation really is what I would say for the statements and really putting your consciousness behind your, your healing, was it a rapid, did you notice a rapid change at that point? Yeah. So okay. within five minutes of being- Five minutes? No, of the excruciating <laughs> pain, I could, within five minutes, I could reduce the pain to almost nothing and be in a relaxed state. Mm. So as soon as I felt that, I mean, I, I was like, oh, my God, this works, you know. Wow. I don't know that I thought too much about it. It just was happening, you yeah. know. And so I kept doing it and kept doing it. And then what happened? Because this is the way I, I can explain it, I started agreeing with my natural state of well-being, okay? So then all these, all this support that was in alignment with that thought came to me. So, you know, let's say um, some a friend of my mum's mentioned, oh, you know, you could go to this woman, she's amazing to help 
pain and she helps get the body back to balance. You know, it, mm. it was a um, biofeedback machine. But anyway, so this support started coming into me that agreed with where I was at, um. right? So, you know, as the saying goes, we don't have to change anyone or anything. It's all comes within us. When we change our vibration, our frequency shifts, and so, of course, whatever is in alignment with that is attracted to us, mm. like, you know, like bees yeah. to honey. It's, it's, it comes naturally and you don't have to do a thing. I have literally laid on my back and had everything I need come to me. I've had several experiences over my life like that, um, quite profound, where I'm like, oh, my God, this is like magic, mm. you know. So um, from changing my mind and... You know, I was looking at a lot of things, asking what else, what else is this serving me for? What else do I need to learn from this experience? Um, and I learned a lot about relationships, how when you change and you can no longer show up in a relationship as you used to, it triggers other people mm. and they may not be able to deal with that. Um, I think that's just a really important thing to remind people or for people to be aware of that when they're going through a shift, to not take it on board other people's reactions to you. Oh, so important. Yeah. Because it's not personal. All it is is that you're no longer vibrating at the frequency you were in the old relationship. And so it helps people look at look at their own stuff. Mm. You know, it's it's like it, you know, the stories can be a thousand different things, but it's like you're no longer carrying something for someone is how it can be as well. Mm. Um, but also when you start moving more into your true being, into your true essence, into your light, you actually support and help others to do the same. And mm. some people might not, might have a reaction to that initially. That's all. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's new. So, of course, there's fear and grief of the old shifting out and so on. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, I feel like that was just a really important thing to bring up about relationships. Of If anyone is going through anything, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, it doesn't matter. But just to know that to stay your course, to yeah. keep agreeing with, with your natural state, you know, that naturally you are well, you're safe, you're healthy, you're vibrant, you know, you're limitless. We're all so limitless. And that's this time's amazing on the planet now, how we're we're moving into that. Yes, <laughs> right. And and this right. kind of plays into as well something that you have alluded to twice now in, in this conversation, which is um there's no judgment. And at one point you even said with your accident, you chose it. And so yes. I, I understand what you mean, but I think it's important to um, to explain that a little bit. Yeah, of course. Yeah, actually, because that was something I needed help with mm. um, because I knew the whole kind of thing about you create your own reality and all that sort of stuff. And I knew it as the little things, you know, mm. and then... Um, I actually went and saw a therapist that gave me some, um, you know, some body work and he worked with my jaw and stuff and he also did some counselling and I said to him, why would I create this? 
Like I couldn't fathom why would I do that to myself? I mean, it was insane, (laughs) intense. And he said it wasn't conscious, right? So you as your conscious self here and now didn't consciously go, right, I'm going to smash myself against another car <laughs> so that I can learn or whatever. Right. He said, you know, it's, it wasn't conscious. It was, an, it was an unconscious creation. And, and I was like, oh, okay, that, that kind of started making sense. And looking back now from what I know now is um, – I'm just, I'm just asking for the right words to put this. Okay. So the more we become, the more conscious we become, the more aware we become, the more we live in truth, the easier our creation is. So we don't need to create something that, you know, smacks us in the side of the head and wakes it up, wakes mm. us up. So, you know, like I said, it it wasn't a conscious thought that, oh, let's do something real crazy. It was was underneath that and that was what I needed because I wasn't awake enough Mm -hmm. for my my journey, for where I was headed, you know, for what I was here for. Um, So it was a propulsion. It was something to propel you into who you were and into alignment. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and funnily because... It was like a jigsaw puzzle just got shattered into pieces. That's what I felt like. Mm-hmm. And I was bringing back all the parts that still served me and leaving the ones out that didn't. Mm-hmm. And funnily enough, it's how I saw my body is going back into alignment because everything was off. Um, imagine there's a spine and then, you know, my jaw was off, my collarbone, my ribs, you know, my shoulder was all out of alignment from my spine yeah from a center Mm -hmm. um and that's funny now I do energy alignment yeah right (laughs) I can laugh about it now um but so these these traumas that we go through and and I've been through through many you know it's all relative to each person right so Mm -hmm. like you know they're just all stories it's okay Mm -hmm. um the more things I've been through and the more conscious and aware I have become, I'm so much I'm I'm so much more able to quickly start observing what's going on. You know, you always need to release emotion first. You know, because the emotion is the energy that needs to move out of your physical body, because otherwise that's when we create illness and disease in our body. You know, it's energy that hasn't been allowed to flow Mm. to to be released right so I you know personally I think it's always important to release your emotions and to take responsibility for your emotion emotions so don't put it onto someone else you know it's Mm. always yours it's always take it back to yourself and with love with absolute love and compassion again never judging yourself either Right. Um, And, and this was something too, that when we had our session that came up a few times as well, is this letting go of the story. And I don't know if you want to go into that a lot, but, or if you want to go into that at all, but you know, it's, it goes hand in hand with this emotional release. You know, we grab Mm -hmm. onto these stories and then if if you have anything to. um. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. 
So um, I'll just finish up on that that bit mm, that, yes. you know, if we're going through a, a, an intense time or an experience or a situation, you know, usually with a person that triggers us, is as as soon as you can, as soon as you've released that emotion, is to start observing, that's it, just a neutral observer. So you start just watching, oh, you know, as you can, as when you can, right? Like I said, if you're in a, a very intense emotional state, that needs to pass first. Then you start to observe, oh, gee, I feel really tight in my chest or, you know, just this neutral observer that has no judgment. Judgment, mm-hmm. when judgment doesn't come into the, the story or the situation, everything's completely fine. It's amazing because there's no resistance. And when we're not in any resistance, there's no pain. Mm, (laughs) Makes sense? It's so simple and it is such a practice. Mm. You know, I've been practicing this for years. Um, So then, you know, you just start observing. Oh, okay, I felt really upset. All right, I can notice my breathing starting to calm now. Oh. I'm starting to feel a bit better and lighter and okay. And then I personally, I would then start to ask, all right, there's a gift in this for me and I'm willing to receive the gift out of this situation. That's it. It's just as simple as that. And then let it go. You don't have to know straight away. You you may never consciously or mentally have an answer about what it, what it was for. Mm. And then you may, you know, whatever is is divine, whatever you need in that moment will come to you because you're willing, because you're saying yes to the gift, yes to being served by that situation because every single thing on this planet is serving us, Mm. everything and everyone. So when you see it like that, you're like, wow, it kind of really turns the tables and you're like, instead of, you know, people being this or that or a pain in the butt or making you know quote unquote making you feel like this or getting you angry instead when you can keep practicing that and you really got to let your ego go Mm. (laughs) because you want to fight and be right you know and it's like whatever I don't even care I just I just want to be happy Mm. and I do know this is serving me so all right what do I need to do to get myself into a place where I can receive the gift and I've had many experiences doing that. I mean, one time I, I went into my office and I locked the door to be uh, diligent with myself that I want to change this pattern, mm. whatever. Arguing with my husband, let's say, and I'm like, I don't want to keep going that way. Actually, it was something he said and he wasn't even looking at me and he was just cooking and he had no clue that it just triggered me like crazy. Um, I can't even remember what it was. That's how insignificant it was. And I'm standing, you know, behind him a little way away, like fuming and just going and fighting with my ego. And I was just like, I, I, I want this to change and I'm the only one that can change it. So, right, unbeknownst to him, I go in the office And I deal with myself, right, Mm. meaning I take responsibility for what's mine and I let the emotion go and then I, you know, calmed and I I was just angry, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I sat down 
And I just did that. And I'm like, all right, there's a gift in this for me. I'm really willing to receive the gift. And I mean, it was boom. I was like, oh, that's what that was about. So the, the feeling, like the um, intuition came through that fast to say, okay, this is what it's showing you. Yes. And it was something around my dad, I think some sort of connection, oh, you know, okay. and I was like, oh, and like, it was so fast. I was like, oh, I feel perfectly fine now. Wow. I was like, it hadn't even happened. And I go back out and my husband's still just cooking, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, um, I just, I'm going to undo my leg here. I, um, said to my husband, you have no idea what just happened. He's like, no, I mean, whatever you said just then, I said, it got me so angry and I didn't want to create drama or cause a fight or whatever. You know, I wanted to change that pattern or that, you know, reaction, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I told him what I did and I said, I just wanted to thank you for serving me around that because this yeah. is what I got from it. And he's like, oh, no worries. Yeah. <laughs> how we can avoid I mean I'm just hearing now this goes you know to the extreme of war Mm. between countries and you know there are leaders that show up as the face or as the representative of a country however they're human and they have egos and so imagine if every person on the planet kept practicing waking up and being conscious and observing what's going on and then taking themselves away from the situation to deal with their emotional state until they're back to neutral. Then coming back to the situation as a neutral being, I mean, everything's so different because then there's no fear. Yeah. Right? There's Because it's all fear-based, isn't it? All the fighting and, and what? Wanting to be loved, wanting to be accepted, wanting to be right, all of that sort of stuff. So... You know, again, that's where all the work starts is yeah. as children, in our generational lineage, um, which I work with as well, what are we carrying from our generation or mm. from our childhood? You know, it's all from the past. What are we still carrying in our energy field, in our belief systems that is that keeps showing up in our life and creating these unconscious experiences these unconscious situations that if we're not awake and aware that just keep perpetuating that just it's you know this vicious cycle it doesn't Mm. go anywhere so um a lot of self-compassion yeah I mean it is incredible when you think about if everybody was trying to do uh, trying to do the work and trying to have the development and the growth I mean, one person, each person taking responsibility for themselves and not placing the blame and knowing that that their own happiness is related to, you know, it only can come from within. And um, I mean, it's it's very, very powerful. And hopefully we're on, you know, an upward trajectory of moving in that direction. (laughs) I hope. (laughs) Everyone, I'm sure everyone on the planet is feeling you know, this expansion right now Mm -hmm. and there's so much grief and so much um, fear because the old 
it just it isn't it isn't able to be maintained anymore mm. and it's not really now a choice that oh, I want to stay in the old if you stay in it it you kind of get kicked out mm. yeah <laughs> you know because there's so much light coming in that 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 timeline or that vibration it can't hold its own anymore like like um there's an old saying it's something that um it's like that it falls away of its own weight because mm. you know it's so dense so dense that there's and there's nothing supporting it or holding it up anymore there's so much light coming coming in that that density you know i see everything as energy that density is just it has nowhere to go it's not being held up anymore it's just so it's just got to fall away mm. yeah. um, now you asked me a little minute ago to comment on something story <laughs> Story. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. So um, if you like, I just kind of finished my story of, of yeah, the, please. the injury. Yeah. Um, so at, at seven months, I changed my mind. And I mean, I had started forming a hunchback and, you know, I mean, I couldn't sit or stand properly. My, my spine was, you know, let's say starting to twist and I had muscle atrophy and stuff because just laying in bed, you know? Mm. So um once I started getting more relaxed and the pain started receding, um, I, you know, had to learn to sit and stand again and and do a lot of exercises to, um, I mean, we're talking exercises with my tongue and my eyes and stuff that work on the back of the neck. Incredible, incredible how our body is built. Mm-hmm. Um, but from that point that I changed my mind, within three months... I was able to pick up a suitcase and I say that because I went traveling. Um, But, you know, so I healed very, very fast. And like I said, the people that I needed to support me with that just showed up like incredible people that really supported me going, absolutely. You'll be perfectly fine. You'll be better than you were before, you know? Mm. And um, one, one of my therapists actually said to me, she said, you know, she's never seen anyone heal at the speed and you know it doesn't matter speed but at the rate and at the strength I was healing with this sort of injury because and she said she attributed it to me doing everything like the physical work the mental work the the diet you know Mm -hmm. my mind so you know most a lot of people in the past let's say because everything's changing now that it would just focus on just the pain area, okay? Well, you know, but it's it's all encompassing, you right. know. Yeah. So, um, yeah. At ten months, I, um, I was ready to be done with, with it, <laughs> you yeah. know. And I was so much stronger, and emotionally, I was still healing because um, of the trauma, you know. And anyway, I just wanted to be nurtured as a whole being and not just poked in my neck and so on. Yeah. And I had this inspiration to go to India Mm. and long story short, I um, was inspired to go to this certain place and I booked to go there for three weeks. And um, I still had a little bit of pain, you know, I was still getting stronger, but I went to this Ayurvedic retreat in India for three weeks. um, And I never went back to Australia for two and a half years. Wow. I, yeah, I ended up traveling around the world and just going wherever I felt guided. And I followed 
I followed my heart. I followed, you know, that gut sense. And there were times where I had no idea where I was going to be the next day. And I mean, I had to be out of a country. (laughs) So, and I was like, well, it'll show up, you know. And as soon as I let go like that, so many times just boom, opportunity just came, you know. And I was so looked after as I did that. And it was during that first year of traveling around the world, I, I had been meeting, you know, a lot of people and they had told me that I was able to help them. And I didn't quite understand what they meant, you know, and then I guess it just got so strong. I was in Austin, Texas, and um, I was like, there's this energy in me. And I was like, what do I do with this? Like I had, I knew I could help people because I'd always been, you know, as a manager, as an event manager, I always had teams and I I was always able to help my team thrive. You know, I kind of, I have studied life coaching, um, but that was already how I lived my life. You know, I was kind of already in alignment with that, you know, with, mm-hmm. with you know, the principles of that. And um, so I kind of knew I, I could help people and... Um, Anyway, I was in Austin and I found this spiritual intuitive online and I just knew she was the one I needed to go see. So I went and saw her, I think, like that very day and she had given me an idea of the gift I have um, and apparently my grandma had it and never used it in her lifetime um, because, you know, it just wasn't accepted. Yeah. um, And then so I kind of just started telling people I could help move blocked energy out of their body and, um, you know, whatever, give me a donation if you want. If you don't, don't. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I had no idea what I was going to do actually. Um, Somehow I just trusted and kept moving forward and people that I told were so strongly drawn to have a session with me. The reaction was, I'm coming to see you. Mm. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So... I I really believe there was a lot of guidance and support there for me to open Mm. to this um, because there was no instruction book. It was no, there was no modality that I used or, or had learnt. Um, And then, yeah, I, I saw like six people and it was fascinating to me and they really enjoyed it. And they, they were blown away at, at what I was able to shift for them and so on. And here comes the part about the story is when I started this work, um, so I had been to see the spiritual intuitive and she gave me some ideas of how I could get started and so on. And, you know, I'm traveling and I had a little iPad and she'd said I could do a blog or a website and all that. And I was like, it's all too hard. I don't, I can't do that on an iPad and whatever. (laughs) This was like 10 years ago, yeah, so yeah. iPads couldn't do what you could do on them now. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I think I got so frustrated with it all and I just grabbed a piece of paper and I just remember I wrote down this statement and I said, right, universe, because <laughs> I was really fed up. So I was like, right, you know. <laughs> I guess I came to this point of clarity. I was like, so I wrote down, right, universe, if you want me to do this work, it has to be easy and fun. You have to show me what to do. You have to send me the clients. 
I have to be aligned and energized as I'm doing it or I'm not doing it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, screw this, you know, I don't know what to do. And um, I'm traveling by myself too, you know, and um, I guess I didn't really have anyone right then and there to talk to about it. And so I talked to the universe. Yeah. And then that's when it started happening. So these people started coming in and boom, right after I saw six people, it was this intense guidance to go to Arizona. Like I just kept hearing Arizona and seeing it like six times within two days. And I was Mm. like, all right. So I went and saw this spiritual intuitive again. I'm like, hey, I feel like I'm not meant to be here anymore, and I, but I love it here. Mm. And she, she said to me, well, where do you feel you're meant to be? And at the same time, I said Arizona, and she said Sedona. Oh. So she had said something about a mentor here and so on. And um, anyway, within two days, I flew out here, um, just left. I had bought a car. Mm-hmm. In, in Austin where I was traveling I just left it there to friends and um I came out here and I met my husband my to be to be husband yeah you met him for the I first arrived. time yes mm. and I met Michael Massey mm. who uh for the six days I was in Sedona uh mentored me and was able to see what I was doing with the energy and I still kind of was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, kind of, I fell in love with my husband like the second time I saw him. I just, it was, it was not a physical, it was not a physical attraction or sexual or anything. It was my heart was like, oh, my God, I love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, it turned out that we went on a, a six-day road trip there was four of us and it was my husband now, husband, Michael Massey, myself, and some other guy that I didn't even know. <laughs> you know, when you're traveling, you're just like, sure, I'll get in the car and go. And, you know, I mean, that's what I love about traveling. It's mm. so open. And for me, there's no fear. I always know I'm taken care of. You know, I'm not yeah. silly. I always, I just know I'm taken care of. And anyway, so we went on this crazy road trip and it was on this road trip that, my hands started vibrating and shaking Um, around Michael and he was kind of encouraging me to go ahead with that and so on. That's so funny that you say that. I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but when I first met him and and just to clarify, so Michael Massey has been on the podcast a lot. He, this modern mysticism with Michael, there are lots of episodes. If you are new to the meditation conversation. There's a lot to mine from him. But I first met him on a tour in Sedona because he was a tour guide in the spiritual vortexes there. And at one point, we were kind of waiting for other people to arrive. And my daughter, who is 10 now, I think she's nine at the time, was standing in front of me. And I just had my hands like I thought subtly, but they were just pointed toward her. So she was kind of in front of me, and my palms were by my side, but but out toward her. And he goes, what's going on there with your hands? <laughs> and, and I was like, they're vibrating. And But she hadn't been feeling very well, so I was just sort of like trying to direct it. But again, yeah. I thought I was being subtle, but he picked up on it like straight away. 
And Mm -hmm. I attributed it to Sedona. And he even kind of said like, oh, yeah, you know, that kind of happens here. But as you're saying this, I'm like, I wonder if it was in response to him rather than or maybe it was both. It was probably an (laughs) and rather than an or. But um, yes, yes. Anyway, so please carry on. So Dona amplifies everything. Yeah. The energy here is is an amplification energy. So everything's always on. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so it brings up people's stuff, you yeah. know, um, and it also helps you expand. You know, mm-hmm. it's not, that's not a negative thing, amplifying. It, unless you're in a negative state, then it will amplify that for you yeah. so that you can transmute it if yeah. you choose, right? Yeah. So that's the gift of of the land here is that that intensity you know mm. um and like i said it's not a negative thing i mean it's been whoa the creativity coming through me the last year has been mind-blowing yeah you know um that's a whole nother story mm. um yeah. but anyway so we went on this trip with michael and my hands started vibrating and then i'm going to kind of just fast forward otherwise we'll be here for yeah <laughs> ever. um <laughs> Over the next, I don't know, it, it was pretty quick, I guess. Um, but, you know, uh, probably over the next year um, in totality to, well, <laughs> yeah. Um, whatever the timeline, it was, it was fairly fast and I could not even fathom how I could get to those places. But I just started practicing channeling. Um, I had, you know, I had a, a holiday visa, so I was in and out of the States. Um, and then, you know, I went to Europe to visit. My brother was there and so on. And I was in Europe and this intuitive in Austin, her name's Linda. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Linda Gelvan, if you want to look her up, anyone. She um, said to me, I have some people that you can practice remote energy alignments on, if you like they're willing to be a guinea pig. And I was like, okay. And she said, um, they've given permission and because I only work with permission. So I always mm-hmm. ask for someone's permission because it's not my business what somebody's, you know, wants to, what, Hold where, on how to they want their energy yeah. to be. Yeah. So um, she said, just whenever you feel guided, you can do a session on them and so on. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so, you know, lo and behold, I go to Monaco where my brother's at the Monaco Yacht Show, which was just amazing. And I hang out and, um, you know, have amazing meals and dinners and time with him and his business partners. And they're, they're building this incredible uh, island, island on the water. And, and again, another story, wow. sustainable, green, all this sort of stuff. Mamma mia. And then they, they, before they leave, his business partners offer me this amazing cabin, 100-year-old cabin at the base of a cliff, literally on the waterfront of the ocean, um, just five minutes out of Monaco, and over the bay is Nice in France. Oh, wow. Amazing. And so it's this pri- almost a private little beach. It wasn't private, um, but not many people came down there. You know, it was kind of secluded. So I have this cabin by myself for 10 days oh, wow. and I, I can open this door and I'm, and I'm 
it's like I'm in a cave actually it's like I'm in the earth because there's there's so much rock above me and then I open the door and the ocean is I want to say like 80 feet away wow it's a bay it's a bay so it's Mm. not you know big ocean waves or anything incredible so I'm there by myself and you know I'm running along the the beach all every morning and just loving it and going up to the little markets in you know in in France it's so gorgeous and yeah and then I get into the cabin and I'm like all right well I'll try one of those things you know mm-hmm. <laughs> this is so funny and then I'm like all right well here's someone's name okay I'll I'll ask whatever is best highest and best for them and I would just close my eyes and and initially my hands would just start vibrating off my body. And then one night I'm doing it for someone and my hands started thumping on my body. And I was like, oh, my God. I was kind of a bit freaked <laughs> out, like, what's going on? I, I remember opening my eyes. Going, okay. Anyway, I just somehow I just kept going with it. And then um, I was getting feedback from this woman in Austin, Linda, saying that people were shifting. You know, one woman I remember in particular, because I worked with her later on, is that her emotional state has never been so balanced and, you know, the anxiety is gone and so on. And uh, someone else that was having, like, hormonal stuff was was really settled and it had all calmed down and um, all this sort of stuff. So I was like, okay, wow, all right. Anyway, so then I end up in Austria and... Um, I remember getting on Skype <laughs> saying to my mum and going, Kate, look at what I'm, watch what I'm doing. Because I was kind of going, oh, my God. <laughs> and she's like, all right. And I said, all right, well, I said, I've just got to tune in for a minute. Um, can I do it on you? And she's like, sure. So, I, you know, whatever, I close my eyes and then, you know, after a little bit, my hands start vibrating and she's like, oh, my God. Like, they were moving so fast. And I was had to get I had to keep getting out of the way because my mind kept coming in going, I can't do that. Like I can't coordinate one hand doing that and the other doing that. You know, I kept mm-hmm. so I had to allow my muscles to be used, you know, and it wasn't scary or anything. It was just like more fascinating if it if anything, mm-hmm. intriguing. So anyway, then I end up in Austria and I remember I uh, got on Skype with this woman, Linda, again. Thanks, Linda. <laughs> like, can you tell me what I'm doing? Because I've got no idea what's going on. And so, you know, I did it for her over Skype and so on. And, and she's like, yeah, she, she, God, from memory, this was eight years ago or so now. Um, basically, you know, recalibrating uh, people's energy. And, and um, it's like I'm an, an antenna um, or a transmitter for for universal energy and I'm able to shift the frequency so that people can receive it. So it's like shifting the frequency of a radio station. If you can only hear it in Japanese, I can shift the frequency so you can hear it in English so it can be received. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that I've been explained it that way by two different people that, you know, don't even know each other. Um, and actually, my grandma came through and said one of those things too. Really? Um, yeah. So I know who knows. I don't know, but 
Maybe it's just a way to explain it so that we can somehow get it, grasp it in our head. <laughs> yeah. So a yeah. session with, with you, like when you're working with people and you do this from a distance as well, so it can be in yep. person or in a distance, um, but it, you know, you, you lie on a table if you're in person and, yes. and you're kind of tuning into the energy and then, you know, you respond with your hands, but you start kind of thumping almost, or <laughs> I don't know how you describe it, but, um, <laughs> whacking. <laughs> yeah. I, I, we always joke that I say, you know, um, I slap you and you'll feel better. <laughs> yeah. like, you want me to slap you? And people look at me and I'm like, you'll feel better. <laughs> and they're like, oh my God. I mean, why not have fun with it all? You know, yes. but, yeah. um, so it started out very obtuse, you know, and kind of these gross movements, if you will. Um, you know, meaning gross and, and finer movements uh-huh. to, you know, over the years, um, then I started working on people's physical bodies. I never used to touch people. They would just sit in front of me if they were in person mm-hmm. um, and they would pass out. They could not sit there and keep their eyes open to watch me. I mean, I've had people try and keep watching and they're like, I could not stay awake. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I've been explained that the energy, um, kind of softens people, takes them to a a very relaxed state, whether they go to sleep or not, Mm -hmm. so that the energy can get in and do what's needed. And and see, that comes back to, I'm just getting this now, that it makes sense that when the body is more relaxed, that intelligence of our body Mm -hmm. can do its work, right? Yeah. Because we have will, we can get in the way of anything. Yeah. So it's to help people get out of the way. And, of course, the higher self is in charge, let's say, or monitoring the situation, if you will, Yeah. Um, that they're receiving whatever it is that they're ready for. You know, mm. it's they're driving the bus, so to speak. Um, right. So, yeah, it's gone from me, um, you know, just kind of working on myself and now in person I'll work on somebody's body physically and it's become very finite too. Sometimes I'll do a lot of kind of this you know, tapping or cupping mm-hmm. movements like that Chinese chopstick sort of thing. Um, but then a lot of it is just actually holding my hand just very still or my finger on a string on a very specific point. And I may have my finger on their ankle and I know that I'm working on their hormonal system or mm. or under their tongue or jaw or something like that. Like I, I get now, you know, it and then um, you know, over time too, since this has happened. I started getting information. So when I work on a person, it's always with permission and I ask whatever is highest and best for that person. I always let the person know you're in charge, mm-hmm. okay? I'm a, I'm a conduit to support whatever it is that you're ready for. And then I've used that practice of observing and listening. Mm. So I love doing sessions because I get to practice being in a neutral state. And it's heavenly. Yeah. There's absolutely no limitation. It's, you know, all possibility. There's no judgment. It's just flow. You know, everything just is. It's just ease, you know. It's just all connections, you know. Yeah. Um, and I love when I get that sense that whoo, this energy starts flowing through someone where there's been a blockage of energy. Yeah. And that blockage of energy can be, a cancer tumor it can be 
um, a weak ankle, you know, it can be um, a sore throat, a broken bone, uh, anything, any story, right? So, again, this is coming back to the story is when I work with someone, I say, um, I don't need to know your story. Just give me your name and let's start with that and let's see what the energy has to say because the story keeps that alive. Mm. So let's let the truth come in and then go from there rather than maintaining that story because obviously that's why you come to me is to let go of that story, change the story, upgrade it, whatever it is. Um, So, yeah, I work with people. I can work on a space, again, both in person or remotely. Um, If it's um, someone's house, they just send me a little mud map, just draw it out, take a picture and email it. And I can, I work on, on that map. And so my hands will move all over the map. And again, you know, I'm just writing notes all over it, getting information, clearing spaces, and then I can call them and let them know, okay, there's energy blocked in this area of your home and blah, blah. And I mean, unbeknownst to me, but they'll tell me, oh my God, Sheree, how did you know that room is so cluttered? Whatever. I'm like, I didn't know. I just sensed the energy. So, Mm. um, and then I work with, um, businesses so I can tune into the consciousness of a business and ask what is it wanting to share um, without knowing even what the business is it doesn't matter to me because I'm just like I'm just the conjurer I'm just the the information receiver Mm -hmm. um, for whatever is needed to be shared with the person that channeled in that business right Mm -hmm. because it's it's a consciousness Hmm. Um, and then go from there and I can work with people in the business too so if they're holding anything or carrying anything that's in the way of the business's potential with their permission, we can shift that so that the business can, can thrive and offer service from a place of love and trust rather than from a place of fear, you know, because a lot of businesses are fear their, their marketing and so on is is fear-based. You know, mm. they get this inspired idea to do it all, to bring it all in and it's all awesome. And then somehow this, they plug into this, maybe unconsciously, plug into this consciousness of fear, we've got to get more. And then so all their marketing and so on is driven by fear. Mm. So I turn that around and amplify the energy, the pure energy of that business's consciousness, why it came here to serve. And then we amplify that energy to invite people into the business, whoever Mm. is in alignment with the service of that business. So it's a completely different way of looking at a business model, you know, um, rather than there's no effort, there's no trying. Yeah. Because that energy is just resistant. So. Um, yeah, I love doing that. Yeah, that's <laughs> incredible. So when you talk about these, you know, essentially being a channel and, and all of the ways that you experience like energy blockages or um, when you were talking about the, the physical body and, and going to different parts of the body and saying like, I can touch this part of the body, but it's actually working on this issue. What what does that feel? feel like for you so are you tuning into like your emotional body are you feeling things in your physical body or are you hearing words or yeah what is that like for you again when I first started this work um I'm quite willful Mm -hmm. (laughs) in case you haven't noticed (laughs) um 
Well, I just like things easy, right? So I'm like, I'm here to have fun and enjoy my life, not yeah. to endure it. So one of the things I said is um, I'm never willing to feel someone's pain for mm. them. I am willing to have a, sen- a pleasant sensation in my body if you need me to know something. That's okay. all. So um, thanks for listening, Spirit. That's what I get is I, I just get a sense. So it doesn't, I'm not attached to it at all. I'm, okay. I'm more observing a sense of something. So um, sometimes if I'm chatting to someone, I mean, I don't tune into people just as I'm walking around or, or even if I'm just talking to someone, you know, that I met at a restaurant. I don't, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I don't want to know everyone's business and, and that's not my, my right anyway. Yeah. But if I'm chatting to someone and they and they might be start telling me about a challenge they're having or something, um, and they're kind of asking my guidance or you know wanting to talk to me about it, um, I you know often I'll be like oh, I can really feel that here in the back of your shoulder, and they're like yeah that's been so sore lately, hmm. and I'm like well that's where the energy is you know so we just it's like an electrical circuit mm-hmm. right. So imagine the electrical circuit when it's running, all the lights are shining bright, okay? When we get a story that creates emotion, which is emotion, look at that word, emotion, energy in motion. When we don't let that energy, that emotion move and and move out or, mm-hmm. or we don't transmute it back to back to love because this this circuit, let's say, only flows with love right with mm-hmm. light it doesn't flow when there's density okay. and some emotions when they're not or emotions when they're not flowing create a density so then that creates a blockage in in the electrical field so in our physical body and then society has gone all right well that's that that's that frequency and we've tested that to look like this so let's label that cancer and then can you imagine that consciousness of that word when people choose to plug into the word cancer? It's, I mean, there's, it's fear-based, it's limited, it's, you know, it's death, it's pain, it's misery, all that sort of suffering. It's, to me, as a, as a practice, to stay out of story because, you know, when you plug into those things, that's the energy you plug into. So, you know, I always encourage people to unplug from anything that is not source and just keep, you know, even if you're not aware of it, just, you can just do the little process and ask, um, you know, anything that I'm, that I am plugged into energetically that is not serving me from a place of love with grace, you know, whatever it is that you want. So, you know, I now unplug from that and I plug, I plug into source. That's like your umbilical cord when you're a baby, right? That gives you everything you need to grow this, incredible body and it knows exactly what you need it knows how much of what you need and so on so the way I understand it is same with source energy when you plug into that boom you're fed with everything that's where we get fulfillment it's not from which everyone's discovering it's not from another person it's not from a relationship it's not from food it's not from our environment of course those things are momentary yeah Mm. but they're not they're not everlasting. So when we keep practicing being fed, receiving that from source, which is 
we're all part of it, right? Again, that's another whole story. <laughs> um, when we practice just receiving and being fulfilled with that, let's just call it that mother energy, as if it was, as, as if it is our umbilical cord. Just, yeah, why would you resist that? Because right. then you might miss a toe. You might not grow a little finger or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so just receive all of that and that's where we get our fulfilment. Mm. Um, yeah, so I just get a sense, a sense of things. Um, and, you know, I can feel, I can, I can um, or I notice when uh, things, when energy is more dense and I and I, I notice it or my body pops a lot. So I'll kind of like, you know, my back kind of spasms or something. Mm. Um, not too crazy, but <laughs> sometimes it's strong. But, you know, it's just energy is just like flowing through and I'll, I'll get a sense of when it starts to open again. Um, and then I also, you know, every person is specific. So whatever it is that they're needing, whatever the words are that I need to say to them is what they get. And I believe those words are either, you know, a trigger or a catalyst for things to shift, for them to be able to let go. Because we are in a physical body, we are still humans, you know, so we need to, uh, I guess, use that portion of ourselves as well, like, uh allow that part to serve us you know so mm. yes our mind does serve us and so on so if it needs to hear a certain word because you know everything has a frequency a vibration so certain words will trigger something you know a catalyst so and then um you know sometimes i get generational stuff that you know there's this is something you're carrying and i might get it's three generations back on your mother's side or something like that um, and then also we shift the frequency or the vibration and start to align the energy back in their lineage. And I have, you know, I have uh, souls show up from lineages from generations past um, that are ready to shift, that are ready to um, move everything back to love, let's say, or back into alignment, back to that natural state. So it heals, it heals past, present, and and future going forward. So generations going forward as well. Wow. So yeah, it's it's whatever needs to come through is to come through. That's incredible, and it's a whole other kettle of fish when we start talking about like other generations coming in. You know, the past and how that can, I mean. Oh, maybe you can come on another time and we can dive into that because the <laughs> propensity, I mean, just the, that blows my mind. I mean, the fact that, that they have to come through the three, you know, the third or fourth dimension to, yeah. to be yeah. able to heal things when they've already been here and, you know, they're in a different dimension and a different, you know, and, and that that healing can happen in this time in this space, yeah. you know, I mean, that's like really, I don't know that I think, I don't know that I can take that in right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, because there, you know, there is no time and space, right. let's say. Yeah. And, you know, we are, 
you know, our essence, we all are just energy and we're all souls here. Well, mm. as we all understand it at the moment, we're all souls here supporting each other to be more of our light. And we so we go through these, let's say, um, stages or ascensions mm. of experiences. I mean, I don't know why. Why do we do this? Why is it like this? Who cares? Like, to me, as long as it's fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bring it on, man. Bring on the miracles. Bring oh, on the fun. Bring on the yeah. joy. Like, let's just like blow our minds with with really yeah what we can allow to come through us yeah I mean if if we are such not even a minute grain of sand in this whole you know universe it's like why why do we want to focus on these little dramas you know it when you when you start to step back and get into the world of energy and um you know, galaxies and cosmoses and universes and all that, it's like, wow. Yeah. It really makes you go, oh, my God, this is really, um, I don't think it's worth my energy. Mm. And, again, yeah. without judgment, just a, just a realisation to go, kind of wake you up and go, oh, okay, maybe I won't put as much energy into that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> into that fear, into being so scared. Yeah. Right. Like courage, courage is such a huge thing. And and the way I've managed to be courageous in, in, in different areas of my life um, is to breathe. Mm. Is to really just sit and breathe and and to be still and notice that you know what, everything's actually okay. Yeah. It's just all in my head. Mm-hmm. And it's only moment to moment. And that again, back to the story. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Now, be in the now, be in the now, be in the now, be in the now. Yeah, that present moment awareness it does give us true safety. I mean, it is incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially this year in 2020, there's been so much oh, yeah. fear over a multitude <laughs> of, you know, there have been so many reasons for that. And it is so helpful to just bring yourself back and be like, okay, right in this moment, like everything that is happening around me is, is okay. It really is okay. But we do, you know, we're, we're that mind, you know, that we, we want to make the servant, as you mentioned, it just wants to run the show sometimes and, and it can be irresponsible sometimes when that happens. Yes. (laughs) Well, it can get you into places that it, not conscious yeah right that are are, you know in terms of energy that are really dense and that don't feel good Mm. and I don't know anyone on this planet that doesn't want to feel good right and that's what I'm all about thank god for some reason since I was young I've always wanted to feel good and I will actually do whatever I need to do to feel good Mm. I will do it like sit in a room and deal with something for three days I don't care I don't care to cry. It doesn't matter. It feels mm. good to me. Thank God yeah. my mum taught me. This, yeah. this, it's just an emotion. We have lots of them and they're just emotions. None of them are good, none of them are bad. Just let it let it be, let it out. Yeah. So, you know, if you're just willing to let stuff 
flow out of you. That's that's really all it is. If you just let willing to let energy flow and to just be mindful and go, okay, this is so overwhelming. And just say that to yourself. I'm so overwhelmed right now. And if you just say it, you're like, okay, well, all right, well, I'm overwhelmed. It's like if you say, I'm so scared right now. It it you see what I mean? You're not yeah. feeding it, you're just calling it out. Yeah. And again, it drops away of its own weight. It's like, oh, okay, oh, I'm really scared. And yeah. If you're really scared, okay. Like I'm really happy. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. again, when you don't judge it, you, there's no resistance just observing. and there's no pain. Yeah. 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 That's really beautiful. lots of just little simple tools. Mm. And um, I was on the phone with a client the other day and I like I love doing sessions because I get great ideas for myself too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, use that. And I said, you know, you have all these amazing tools. So if you just write them down, just on a little list, and then anytime you are overwhelmed or you're facing something that feels insurmountable, just get your little list of tools out, get your toolbox out and go, okay, what can I manage to do in this moment? Mm. And one of them will support you coming back into your neutral space, into your neutral state. Mm. And when you're there, everything's fine. Yeah. Because that is always there, actually. It's just where you put your focus. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. That's Mm. so important and so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. I'm so excited to see what's next, you know. Yes. (laughs) In this year. (laughs) Yeah. After all, you know, all this stuff for me personally, I've been going through some huge shifts and been using all my tools to move through Mm. and just to know, you know, it's okay. We're all okay. Like we don't need to panic. Yeah. It's okay. Really, it is okay. Yes. We're okay. Right. Well, thank you so much. It was such a joy to connect with you. And And you too. You too. Yes. Thank you for having me on and thank you everybody for listening. And um, I trust you got whatever it is that you needed um, in this moment. Um, And please, yeah, feel free to contact me if I can support anyone that feels in alignment with me. Excellent. Well, and we'll put the the um... universe work all that out. Right, right. And and I'll put your information in the show know. notes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, universe, that's how I run my business. Universe. And it's really not a business. It's what, it's just what, what I'm do. here to do, yeah. you know, how you in serve. this moment. You know, yeah. I'm like, okay, universe, you work it out. I don't know. I mean, it's way bigger than my little old mind, you know. Yeah. So. Let's make it fun. That's the only stipulation by me. I love it. It's so it's so humble for the amazing talent and gifts that you have that you bring forth. So that's beautiful. Thank you. I just I feel so blessed and like I said, it's it's um it's good entertainment for me. (laughs) (laughs) The universe knows I always like to try something new. Um so thanks, universe, because they keep me what not entertained. In that it's not an entertainment from, in the general word of entertainment, it's oh, it's mind blowing. Yeah, it's like wow, how, that's fascinating. Yeah, to get a glimpse 
of all possibility to get a glimpse and to be able to sense it and to have said yes to that. Yeah. Thank God I said yes. Yeah. What a blessing <laughs> you are. It's amazing. Thank you, darling. And thank you, you, thank you for bringing, bringing me to more light too because um, I was definitely in some resistance about doing this. I was scared. Oh. I don't know why. No idea why. I can't fathom why because I'm on here with you now and it just feels great. Like we're just having a chat and I feel passionate and excited and all of that. So thank you. Oh, it's such if a it joy. Wasn't for you, some of us wouldn't come out in the world, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad and, and I could feel as we were going through, like it felt very right. So I'm glad that that. Um, it felt aligned on your side too. So yeah, good. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, darling. And thank you for listening. And I look forward to the next meditation conversation.